This week's episode of One Shot is brought to you by Basecamp. When you use Basecamp to run projects, people know what to do, people know where things are, and you stay on top of everything all the time. Hello, heroes, and welcome to another exciting episode of One Shot. I'm James D'Amato, your Game Master. This week on One Shot, we're continuing our Rogue Trader series. We'll bring you more adventures from the crew of the Golden Corral in a minute, but first I wanted to thank everyone for coming out to ValorCon. This was the inaugural year for a dedicated gaming convention in downtown Chicago. ValorCon had over 500 attendees, and I was happy to see that many one-shot heroes were among them. I wanted to give a shout-out to Improvised Star Trek, Alex Manich, Ali Barthwell, Stephen Kropa, Patrick Winnegar, Will Hindmarch, Nathan Paletta, P.K. Sullivan, Alan Turner, Megan Pedersen, Tanya DePass, Kenneth Height, Aaron Amandola, Thomas Glenn, and every member of the ValorCon team. And an extra huge special thanks to Mel Fox for helping me manage all of my events and making sure I didn't collapse during the convention. I'd call ValorCon a huge success, and I'm already looking forward to next year. If you missed us at ValorCon, or you just can't get enough of us and want to see us again, be sure to come out to my Night of 10,000 Nights party on October 31st. Night of 10,000 Nights is a Halloween party slash show with free beer provided by the Atlas Brewing Company, including Phantasmagoria, a pumpkin saison that is amazing. Night of 10,000 Nights is going to be at the Bug House Theater starting at 8 o'clock on October 31st. Don't miss it. Not only did we have the great success in ValorCon this week, but the one-shot Patreon has recently hit the 4,000 mark, meaning we can finally afford to pay actors like John Patrick Cohen and Johnny O'Mara for their performances on the show. It also means one-shot patrons have unlocked a three-part campaign miniseries set in the Firefly universe. It's going to star an alternate universe version of the campaign crew, as though the podcast had always been set in Firefly. We'll be using the Margaret Weiss officially licensed Firefly role-playing system with assistance from one of the freelance designers working on Firefly, P.K. Sullivan. You can look forward to hearing that miniseries early 2016. We've also set a new Patreon milestone at the $4,500 level, which will unlock custom campaign character cards for use with the Fantasy Flight Imperial Assault board game. Those cards are already in production, and by the time the goal is unlocked, they will be available for immediate download. If that's something you want to have, be sure to back us on Patreon now. And speaking of Patreon, let's thank some of our backers. Alistair Corbett, thank you so much. Thank you, Alistair. David. Thank you, David. Thanks, David. Matthew Calder. Thank you, Matthew. Thank you, Matthew. I like your Twitter, or, or I like your icon. I call I call all icons Twitter icons That's not now. good, buddy. Oh, boy. <laughs> We Jim- like Pokemon, too, is what we're trying to say. Yeah, Pokemon's pretty cool, you guys. <laughs> Jim Remmers, thank you. Thanks, Jim. Benjamin Schofield. Thank you, Benjamin. Matthew Swank. Thank you, Matthew Swank. Thanks, Matthew Swank. Joseph Scott. Thank you. Eric Haverkamp. Thank you so much. I like your last name, Eric. Brian Gillick. Thank you. James Sullivan. Thank you. Thanks, James. Rob Abrazado, thank you so thank much. Thank you so much. He was he, another person that played with us at Metatopia. Yeah, thank you. Thanks, Rob. And with all that out of the way, let's get to the show. So, once we last left off, we had just made it to the bridge of the uh, derelict ship, 
and we're greeted by a scene of absolute carnage. Um, bodies strewn across this bridge, viscera dripping from everywhere. In stark contrast to the relatively, uh, you know, or completely empty nature of the ship that we'd encountered before now. Um, you shoved the tech priest in. He confirmed that everyone in the room was dead. Like an idiot. Like an absolute idiot. And once again, let me reiterate, tech priest, I told you nobody spoke to you. First. I'm just going <laughs> I'm just going to chop off one of your arms. <laughs> Belay that order. <laughs> Cupcake. Belay that order. <laughs> What gave an order? <laughs> <laughs> he has a standing order to cut the limbs <laughs> off of all people currently being bullied on the ship. Uh, so I would. Uh, do, uh, what is uh, what does corruption do for us? Is that like so the, the good? Uh, yeah, like, corruption's <laughs> real bad for you. Corruption. Um, you get corruption points when you experience something. From the void, and you fail a will check. Your will is overpowered by the nightmares that you are seeing, and you become oh, corrupted note, by it. Side note, when I saw the dead bodies, uh, the reason that I was so taken aback is because uh, when I was a, a small girl on my death world, uh, Martin, the old man, came in and murdered my whole family. And it looked exactly like this because we had a big extended family. <sighs> And he did this exact thing, the exact same thing. He was probably a follower of one of the old gods, uh, uh, one of the gods of the void. And so it makes sense that he would uh, uh, give you corruption in that uh, way. Okay. Um, so since uh, since I failed the will check mm -hmm. when we walked in this room, do I get corruption? I thought you succeeded the will. Yeah, you succeeded. You and Brad James oh, succeeded. Yeah. What? Oh, that's oh, that's right. Brad I failed. failed the. Uh, Brad failed. I, I failed by the awareness. The worst that yeah. he could fail. I no, I'm, consistently I'm, fail by the worst I can fail. Picking up uh, probably something good that will come out of corruption. This might happen to Brad. Malignancies. That so, seems like that would be a good result. Once you uh, once you hit enough corruption, once your body has been corrupted enough by the the void, you start to manifest it in the form of mutations. Oh, um, oh. yes, uh, the same. Oh, so thing, those are malignant tumors, basically. But okay. that you roll a random mutation chart. I think in, until you get to forty, you don't have to be concerned with that. You roll a random mutation chart, and then you are you are mutated in some way by the void. Um, Insanity goes the same way. It's in when you, when you witness something that um, cannot be real and staggers the mind with its supernatural ability, um, and you fail an insanity roll, you get a certain number of insanity points. Navigating the warp in general always gives you some sort of insanity, um, but when you get to a certain level of insanity, you start taking uh, psychi psychiatric breaks, which affect your character's health. Okay, Great. so at this point, we've kind of collected ourselves from the initial shock mm -hmm. of this room uh -huh. and uh i'd like to go to the uh to the uh the like navigation seat and i'm going to just smear the blood and the entrails off of the uh off of the control panel and i want to try and access uh their navigation logs tech priest take some photos of me looking heroic uh, yes. Keep your mouth shut while you do it. <laughs> the tech priest, uh, like you see, the servitor, uh, servitor skull um, is like tracking your movements and like um, recording the things that you are doing. Biscuits is going to uh, the uh, control panel to see if they can um, get anything controlled. 
I'm going to investigate all the dead bodies for evidence of what happened to them. Okay, so I need you to roll. What, that would be search, I believe. Uh, yeah. This is. I yeah. Yeah. Let's get you a search check. 10% plus 10% search. I'll need a tech use check from you, right. a Biscuits. Do you want to be doing anything as well? Uh, is there any forbidden lore? <laughs> Uh, let's start off with an awareness check. Okay, great. Sorry, I don't think you answered the question. (laughs) Yes, there is forbidden lore. I fail, but not by very much. Interesting. Uh, I, uh, You're just the I most got... oblivious captain of the world. <laughs> You're standing in a room full of running. bodies. And just... Do you have a search skill? Uh, I do. I uh, do. You can try search. Okay. Uh, I got a 32, uh, which beats it with uh, one degree. Got it. All right, got an 85. Great. <laughs> so... In my search, I look around and like I see a lot. I identify a lot of places that I could search for useful information, but they're all gross right now. So <laughs> I I don't do that. I uh, I just start stomping the dead bodies to see what's inside. Just stomping. It's all uh, more blood and guts and viscera. Yeah. If and you I see have, any money, it's mine. Uh, and I I've I've kind of I've smeared the the blood off and I've accessed the logs. Uh, what what specifically are you looking for? I'm looking for where they were headed. Okay, um, so that is uh, going to be impossible for you to tell because there's no what? there's no chart like plotting a course. It would be the um, astropath navigator who is a psyker who is directing them to where they're going. Great. Did I learn anything from what uh, from my successful role just now? Yes. So okay, uh, you can tell what happened to uh, the ship. It looks like the ship dropped out of warp. So um, what happens when you warp is if you are using a navigator, you can warp a greater distance. You enter into the void, and then the navigator, while the void is like being crazy and shifting and nightmares are happening, can navigate through that and get you to a further destination. Most jumps are short jumps. It takes longer, but they'll jump in and out, in and out. It looks like what happened with this ship is it was navigating to a further jump and something happened in the void that made them violently drop out here, which is nowhere near, you assume, where they were going. It's impossible to know where they were going. I watched an artifact from the old days uh, called Event Horizon. This is exactly the same as that scenario. You mean the true story about how we discovered the warp Event Horizon? That many Warhammer 40k fans theorize is the canon start <laughs> to Warhammer 40k. That's Warhammer exactly 40K? right. That's the world we live in. Yeah, everyone calls this world Warhammer, Warhammer 40K. 40k, and everyone plays a game in this world called Warhammer 40k, which is a miniatures-based game, Actually, which is a con. In this world, I hate to correct you. In this world, it is called War Machine, but they oh, play. You're right, it is. They a play machine. War Machine it's and Hordes, which yeah. is also compatible with Hordes. Yep. <laughs> This this is very true. I'm utterly baffled. <laughs> Mater D, we are nowhere near that planet. Damn it! Full of rich resources. I think okay. I think we might still be able to salvage this ship if you're okay with a really gross, bloody ship. Uh, Let's I, biscuits. I'm going to need you to roll uh, an awareness check uh, now that you're done with the computer. I think everyone else has failed their awareness. <laughs> okay, yeah. cool. Yeah, uh, we're counting on you, biscuits. Well, I'm I'm sorry to say that I am unaware. Okay, uh, yes. Yeah, so you're still um, <laughs> you're still in this room full of like viscera and deciding what you're going to do next. Okay. All right. Oh, we need what? to salvage this ship. I am not going to get. 
fucked on this deal. I don't like getting fucked on deals. You don't like getting fucked. I don't like it. I'd prefer to remain celibate. Um, sir, if I may. Yes, speak up. He takes the bandana off of, <laughs> off of, this did nothing. Uh, he takes the bandana like down below his, uh, his, uh, like synthetic jaw. Um, I believe this one here. And he points to the center console where there is a, what you now all recognize as a set of heavy power armor covered in blood and viscera. And it's been eviscerated or the, the power armor has kind of been like torn apart is laying on top of the center console and there is what appears to be just a bunch of gore inside of the armor. There's no helmet, but there's no like hands, feet. It's just, there's it's nothing just solid, nothing in solid there. in there. He says, I believe this one was once a space Marine. Oh, um, who's got shit. any sort of lore? Let's see. I've got you scholastic. Have you have Imperial lore. Yeah. Um, you have common lore. That's fine. Uh, I can't read and you can't even read. Yeah. Actually, roll a common lore. Let's say that you have a common lore check. All right, that's fine. Uh, I got an 18 on a uh, 55. I got a 12. Nice. On uh, what's lore? What's the skill associated with it? Is it? I, uh, what is it? Up here? What's it? Oh, it's intelligence. Uh, intelligence it's yeah. intelligence based, Brad. 30. So I got a 60 out of 40, so I approached the suit. Ah, yes, the Space Marines. Nothing but gore and viscera, this, piloting heavy armor. This is Marine, report, where were you headed? <laughs> so you two would both know um, the Space Marines, uh, like we said before, are the... Um, uh, Super elite. Yeah, the yeah. super elite uh, infantry of the Imperium. These are genetically engineered super soldiers. Um, to put you uh, three or four even against one space marine would be an exercise in absolute futility, uh, you assume. These are war machines, basically. They're bred mm-hmm. for one purpose, and that purpose is uh, is to kill. Um, this space marine looks like he has been... Uh, absolutely demolished by whatever killed him mm-hmm. and um looking around the room you notice that there are four additional space marine uh corpses their power armor in various states of disrepair um some of the power armor has like power scars from their power swords that like cut through the armor um some of it is more gruesome and grisly but it looks like uh their that from what you can tell whatever happened here five space marines are dead can, uh, can I salvage anything from these uh, dead dead space marines? Like um, you probably wouldn't armor? know anything about salvaging, but you could ask the tech priest to see if he could. Um, tech yeah. I, I wouldn't bother. <laughs> tech priest? Yes. Uh, is there anything worth salvaging from these dead space marines? There's nothing that I can do for them. Oh, nothing? Jesus. There's nothing. Okay, okay, okay. We okay, can okay, collect wait, wait. the scraps of their power armor, there, but... There, there we go. It does appear to be badly damaged. But all of its badly damaged, could we put <clears throat> together one or two working suits of power it armor? Could be possible. Yes. I like positive outlook. I'm moving him from on blast, boys. Um... <laughs> You're moving him from what? From on blast. He's oh. no longer on blast. Oh, okay. Th- thank All you, right. Captain. Yeah, so it looks like uh, everything, everyone else in the room that you would see that is not in these power armor suits looks like they probably were Imperial um, officers or, like, the flight crew. I need someone to roll a search check. Uh, I can do that. I've got, uh, I've got good search. I've got good search. I, I can succeed in my first roll. <laughs> I succeeded in my first roll. 
Uh, that is a 13. Yeah. You notice that, um, the, that uh, the spot that he cleared off um, is kind of a reflective surface, and you catch your own reflection in it, and you go uh. over to admire yourself, and you, like, push aside a body on the floor um, uh, with, your, with your foot, and then look down to see what you kicked, and it's a person that rolls over, and it's just kind of like a face that's mostly been cut apart, but you can definitely see that the eyes on this face are completely gone and it's just fleshy scars over where their eyes were. These look like they are very old scars and this was most likely their astropath yeah. navigator. Boys, I found the navigator. Tech priest, do we have the ability to harvest information from human brains? I wish that were an option. Ugh. Can we harvest organs? Uh, these men's organs would... Be long dead. Yeah, uh, you, you've killed people before. How long dead are these? How recent is this whole Ooh, thing? Ooh, I have medical. Do it. Med- Medicaid? Yep, Medicaid. Medicaid. the same as medical? You've got yep. Medicare. I've got Medicaid. You've got Medicare, so you can get health insurance. Right. Roll your Medicaid. All right. Oh, man, I'm great at this, too. And this is against... Yeah, build it up. Intelligence. All Just... Right. All right. Okay, so I got a 45 out of 65. Cool. There we go. Um, yeah, you noticed that. So the the signal that you originally received was about six hours ago, um, or six or seven hours ago was the first signal that you all received. Um, it looks like that they have been dead for roughly about that time. Um, yeah. Probably, probably shortly after the signal. In okay. the time that it takes to walk the length of our ship, <laughs> well, actually half the length of our ship. Half the length of your ship. Uh, oh, you're right. You know, there's travel time, so let's call it like ten hours or something. That's probably been about how long it's been. The uh, tech priest, upon examining that first power armor corpse that they found, it looks like this one was trying to record the events of what happened here. Well, there we go. Um, what, is, his, is his thumb on the lens? That happens sometimes. You you don't think you are, but your finger's uh, over yeah. the lens. And keep that in mind, that GoPro, keep your thumb off that lens. I will, uh, thumb's the weakness of human thumbs. <laughs> I don't want to be searching your dead body for that GoPro and then find out you did not record. <laughs> he uh, maneuvers the recording to display it on the screen. There's no sound, <gasps> but you do see a video of the de- of like the flight deck. Can I roll to lip read? <laughs> yes. Oh, there um, we go. I will say. You thought you were I will say. Get to yeah, no. <laughs> yes, you can roll to lip read. Um, for most of this, these space marines are wearing helmets. Um, oh, but there okay. will be there will be times. Go ahead and roll your lip read. All right. So it's just space marines up there. That it's like the, the well, crew. You and- roll your lip read now, and then I'll, right. I'll give you what you. Uh, he was recording not during okay. the encounter. This man's well, some uh, sort I of pervert. He <laughs> just so, records everything. Um, so you come into the room. Uh, he's, so, so like I can see their lips moving, but I'm like, ah, well, ah. These space marines are wearing Most helmets. This is just Luckily, GoPro skateboarding footage. Um, they uh, have entered the room, and uh, everyone in this room is already dead except these space marines. Um, the space marines are uh, examining like the room. You see the. What appears to be the leader of these space marines, um, go to the console and start like fiddling with the console. He's looking for what you, whatever he's looking for. Um, you see, uh, he's, they've already obviously like started recording everything as is like imperial policy to figure out what happened. 
you then see that the room grows like darker, like the power is surging. So you're thinking uh, when you are first watching this, it looks like the power is absolutely on still, like the ship is still you know fine power wise. Then you see the power kind of surge off and then kick back to life. The screen goes dark for a moment, and when it flickers back, two of Space Marines are on the ground. They've dropped their weapons, and they're ripping their helmets off. Uh, You can see clearly that one of the Space Marines, his eyes have started to bleed. Um, The other one's eyes, uh, uh, ears are bleeding, and they're both, like, holding their heads. They look like they're probably screaming. The leader of the Space Marines looks like he's issuing orders, where one uh, of the other Space Marines goes to assist the one that's like downed um the guy picks up his power sword and plunges it into the other space marine uh who's was trying to help him um they then start battling um two more space marines come into frame that you hadn't seen before um and start battling the man that's like going crazy one goes down uh it starts a melee the other space marine comes up and starts shooting off his bolt rifle um it's essentially painting out the scene that you're seeing in front of you um the commander uh, takes two bolts to the chest and he's like basically pinned down in his armor where he's dead right now. Uh, the two original space Marines are dead. The two that came to help uh, one of the ones that is, uh, was on the ground is dead as well. Um, but it looks like uh, the one that had shot the commander is still up and there's another one with him. Uh, they go back up to the commander, like empty out a clip into his belly and then leave the ship. And that's exactly where you saw the commander dead, except he's still very much like you can still make out his personage in the armor. Um, but it looks like these space marines turned on each other and were killed. So there are ju- – let me – just so I understand. There are two space marines who left the bridge. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't like them's odds. Yeah, that's not good. And five dead space marines here. Yeah. Now, this is just my rough estimation. But four of us versus one of these space marines would be a futile effort. Yes. Really? Really? You think that would be a futile effort? You all do now have light power armor, which slightly evens the odds because space marines have heavy power armor. Um, but it would be fighting a space marine is next level. We yeah. do all have light power armor, which a little bit evens the odds because they wear heavy power armor, but... It would, uh... This is the most concise you've ever spoken, <laughs> Mater D. <laughs> it would still be a tough fight. Here's, here's, here's what I'm thinking. Is, is it possible to access the cameras for the ship to see where, if they, if they're still, like, where they are in the ship? Yeah, can I, uh, are there internal sensors that... Absolutely. Can, yeah. Okay, great. Uh, and, and can I repair those from where we are? Uh, the sensors may still be online. You can definitely use a tech roll to check to see if you can uh, uh, detect where they've gone. I have 13. succeeded nice in that work. tech roll by quite a bit. So, um, yeah, so the auxiliary power to the ship has gone down, but anywhere that they would have to go after the ship has gone into lockdown um, would be tracked on, like, the pads that enter into those rooms. So you know for a fact that they used the pad on this door uh, shortly after what happened here um, to uh, go, enter the lockdown codes and get out of this room. The pads aren't, like, like linked together from here, mm-hmm. but you would be able to use uh, your knowledge of this at any further door pads to know if the space marines have gone through that place okay great okay so i'll know i'll know if they've gone through they're not necessarily if they are still yes okay or 
you know, they could be in one of the many hallways of the ship, which is where you came from. So well, there's no way to tell their exact location on the ship. It would, not unless you can understand ASCII's displays. <laughs> yeah, you would have to. You would not not from here. You would not be able to under, to know where exactly they are. Where Where would we need to go? I mean, you can do it by entering into the individual like by checking the door security pads on doors that are in lockdown mode. Like, say you're going to the kitchens or something like that. Okay, mm-hmm. you'd okay. be able to check to see if they've entered into if anyone has accessed those lockdown codes. Okay. Okay. Um, the tech priest. Um, uh, motions you back to the screen as the video has not stopped playing don't, it's still don't boss me around i think you'll want to see this. he's not on blast right I, now that's right i'm sorry he rewinds a little bit and um the display is there for a while you see the commander who um is uh still struggling uh he's still alive um you see him kind of like motion over to the uh, terminal and send some sort of reconnaissance message or send some sort of like signal you assume would probably be the, the distress, distress signal that you saw. Uh, well, I'm glad we saw that because as a, we couldn't have used context clues to figure out. As time passes <laughs> um, uh, on the screen, uh, the tech priest is like moving it along to see what else they can see. Um, it's tracking with time. About 30 minutes ago, there's uh, an, another event that happens in the room. Does anyone have any sort of xenology skills? Um, I guess I'll let you roll Forbidden Lore. On yeah, this. I do have Forbidden Lore. Now, Forbidden Lore is another thing that would have specific subgroups, right? So, forbidden Lore, yes. Uh, so let's do Forbidden Lore. Uh, xenology will be what you, you can roll. Okay. And then, Brad, I'm going to let you roll um, a – what is Forbidden Lore Intelligence? Yes. I'll let you roll an intelligence at a plus 10 on this. Okay. Got That is a one. Ooh, nice. I know um, exactly what this is. Yes. <laughs> 53, 43. Uh, fortunately, you got it. So what happens is you see from seemingly nowhere two beings appear uh, very quickly. You would immediately recognize these as Eldar. Uh, you would actually recognize these as Eldar as well, but you do not know like what kind of Eldar. Um, you would immediately recognize these as warp spiders. These are Eldar assassins. These are like the Eldar elite. Both of them are carrying... Oh, hold on, I want to make sure I get this right. They are okay. uh, red and white clad armor. They have a huge gun with like a pulsating end on the end of it. Uh, you would recognize that gun as a death spinner. It's death the spinner. Uh, gun preferred gun of the Eldar Warp Spider Assassins. Mm-hmm. Um, what makes the Warp Spiders so dangerous is that they possess basically these teleportation packs on the back of their armor that lets them warp in and out of space very quickly, uh, so you can never detect where they're coming from, and they'll leave as soon as they hit. And locking doors oh, will do nothing. Uh, Locking doors will do absolutely nothing. John, since I rolled a one, can I not only know that these are warp spiders, but I know these specific warp spiders because we've encountered them before? Uh, no, because you would never have encountered <laughs> Eldar warp spiders before. Um, uh, and I'll, but I'll let you know why you would have never okay. encountered Eldar warp spiders before. Let's get the fuck out of here. What are you talking Let's about? Get the fuck out of here. These warp spiders uh, have these weapons called death spinners. You have uh, read and heard about death spinners. What they do is they fire out a cloud of this like, well, let's see. I want th- these weapons are by the way, so cool and just very, very deadly. It is a gun and it's a ritual weapon uh, used by the Warp Spider Aspect Warriors. It's often referred to as just a spinner. It projecting a long thread of a single molecule ch- 
chain or monofilament wire, the weapon uses a magnetic containment field to spool the wire together and discharge it as rapidly expanding mist-like mass called spinner cloud. Targets within the cloud are sliced apart as their insides liquefy. Holy shit! Even Chaos Space Marines wearing power armor can thus be reduced to tiny pieces when enmeshed with these clouds of razor wire. All right. um, the warp spiders warp in. They uh, look down at the, uh, the space marine that's in the room. Uh, they do a quick survey of the room. One of them puts his death spinner to an open breach in the uh, space marine's armor, fires it once, and his body is ripped apart from the inside. Uh, the warp spiders then disappear. Biscuits. Well, I guess they're gone. I want that spinner. That weapon is cool as hell. Are you're, you, you would, kidding me? I know. Uh, uh, from, from your role, you would know. Warp spiders are, are Eldar assassins, but they are Eldar assassins that are <laughs> defensive in nature. These aren't like people that they send out to like go hunt people down. These are people that protect Eldar secrets. There must be some reason that two warp spiders, or at least two warp spiders, would be on this ship. There are two things I respect in this world. The first is money. The second is secrets. And I forgot the third thing that I respect is birthdays. (laughs) Biscuits, it's not your birthday. We're getting those spinners and we're getting the secrets they're protecting. It's my birthday. Who cares? cares? Oh my god. Who cares? Uh, Super glue, super glue, super glue. Excuse me, I explicitly (laughs) care that it's his birthday. You want to replace your arm with a robot arm? I mean, yes. When we get back on the ship, he's getting a robot arm. Thank you. And you know what? We're going to take one of the arms of this power armor. We're going to fill it with robot parts. You're going to have a robot power armor arm. That's all I've ever wanted. That's all he's ever wanted. It's his birthday. You would also know by the same regard that there is absolutely no reason that a detachment of uh, space marines would be protecting a colony. Um, That's definitely a job for the Imperial Guard and not for space marines. Uh, yeah. It's very suspicious that they are here as well. There's a lot of questions coming up that I don't want to have to answer, so let's leave. I think we should stay and find out what they're what the Eldar spy is, what what they're here for. I'm gonna have to go with cupcakes on this yeah. one. We got to find out why we they're here. Well, we got to steal their cool ass guns. Yes, we gotta I use them. Make you one. If we just go back, I might be able to make you one. And then I lean over to the tech priest and I say, "This is gonna be your last birthday." <laughs> you, you tech filthy, priest, filthy garbage. I need these. I need one or two units of this armor in working order, on the double. You want me to repair this power armor? I need you to repair this power armor. Salvage the parts that. That shit can still be used. I do not have the capacity to do such a thing. You've got two hours. <laughs> I, I, we could load the power armor back onto the transport ship and take it back to our ship. Great. Great. Load it onto the ship, take it back to the ship. And let's get on that ship also and go home. No. We are not going home. We are staying here. We are stealing those cool-ass guns. <sighs> Now and we are the, getting those secrets. The rules of our friendship dictate that I can do. I can propose one more time that we leave, and if you <laughs> still say no, then I'm all in. All right. Okay. So can we no. leave? Okay. Great. Then let's <laughs> no. do it. Yeah. Uh, so the, yeah, the tech priest has like there's like a, a cart, um, a hover cart, and he's a, he's loading up the like 
pieces of, of armor, like dripping the viscera out of them and loading up pieces of power armor. Is there anything else in this room that's salvageable? What, what, Can what I about- search? Yeah. I mean, no, you've already failed your search, I think. I think oh, everyone has oh, already okay. failed searches. What about <laughs> uh, the weapons that the Space Marines are carrying? Space Marines are carrying standard weapons. I mean, you, you guys, weapons. Uh, okay. the first Space Marines, they've got heavy bolt casters. They've got um, uh, power blades. Uh, these are, I think you all have. I have a power sword. Yeah, power yeah. sword. Uh, you all have. Um, There's nothing that's better. Nothing that's than, better than what we have. Not yeah, comparable weapons. We have the same. You're weapons. pretty well financed too. Mm-hmm. I mean, you just, power armor. It's not a. It's it's a rarity thing. Is why you wouldn't have it. Yeah. We have the same weapons as these space marines. Not the same defensive capabilities, but you saw what good that did them. If we can hit these Eldar before they hit us, we can take those cool guns. Right. Also, the Eldar did not kill these space marines. They... Whose side are you on? He, hey, he's making a point. It's his birthday. Oh, it's my birthday. Sorry. All right, then. Good point. <laughs> yeah, yeah these up. space Great marines. Point. One of these space marines got the space crazies. Is that what we saw happening? I, I saw space crazies. I saw possessed by demon. If there's some sort of demon possession space crazy going on, maybe the Eldar are just trying to put that down. We could probably work together with them until we betray them and steal their cool guns. I agree with the captain. Are you going to go against the captain? No, no. You I've would also know, exercised it. <laughs> you would also know that the Eldar will never work with you. Like, they're not going to work with humans. <laughs> they will kill you. Damn it. Okay. Well, we're going to take hey, their also, guts. You have, a, you have a hatred of the Eldar, um, and um, so... Yeah, I, I want to stay on this ship so we can kill the Eldar. <laughs> the filthy, filthy Eldar. You've like, killed right? Eldar before, right? Uh, he was uh, involved as part of your backstory um, in a war against the Eldar. Um, so yes, you've killed Eldar, and you've seen Eldar kill many of your uh, compatriots in arms. Yeah, it's easy to kill them. Super easy. Super easy. All right. Well, I'm clearly the minority in this party, so uh, lead on. All right. So, uh, do you still want me to take the armor back to the ship? Let's get that armor back on the ship. I want to say something to him so bad, but it's his. Birthday. It's his birthday. God damn it. I lean in as soon as you get back to the ship. As soon as we get back to the ship, I'm gonna give you your present. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> uh, he, yeah, he starts heading back towards the transport with uh, the salvage, pe- the armor that he sees fit as being salvageable. Our first priority should be identifying where the space crazies have gone. We can look at the logs and see at which part of the ship they've activated. <laughs> well, we can we can see when we get to the locks. If they've been there or not, do we yeah. have the do we do we have like a map of the ship that sure. we can? Yeah, you can pull up a map. It's a standard Imperial vessel, so they're all kind of built in the same fashion. Oh, actually, you can you can access logs to see from from the command console. Roll me another uh, tech use, or uh, yeah, I guess tech use will be fine. All right, uh, you could have done security yeah. as well. Yeah, so you have logs deter- depicting where um, where the people that have opened doors have gone. You see your logs, obviously, of you coming in. You see logs of um, mechanics and their guardsmen. Uh, logs of them heading towards um, where the warp drive is housed, and then you see the direct line of whoever left this room took towards the warp drive. Oh my boys! My boys are in the warp drive right now. We gotta get there on the double. It's gonna take us 
Four hours if we hurry. <laughs> All right, you guys don't get to set the time <laughs> to get you to anywhere. Uh, the quickest way back to through the warp drive is through um, is through the uh, same way that you came in through uh, the hangar bay mm-hmm. and then back down towards the the like western part of the ship towards the warp drive or cool. space west. I let's so let's let's go, but I want to walk slowly enough that we don't catch up with the tech priest. Uh, okay, yeah. Just because yeah. I don't want to have to talk do, to him. Do you want him here. to still be in a eye line? Yeah, yeah. line of sight. Yeah. Line of sight. I'm not Great. losing that armor. That's valuable <laughs> stuff. Great. So he's, um, the tech priest is walking up in front, um, and he keeps, like, looking behind with his robo servitor skull to, like, but he doesn't, he sees that you guys just don't want to walk with him. Uh-huh. Um, but he is walking up in front. You guys are heading back. Uh, no, you don't really see anything, uh, discernible until you get back to the hangar bay. Hangar bay. He enters the hangar bay and approaches the ship, um, to, uh, start loading things onto the transport. Do you guys enter the hangar bay as well? I'm assuming yeah, absolutely. you have to enter the hangar bay and you're going towards like this is like the eastern bay door towards that part of the ship. You guys are going to the western um, mm-hmm. part towards uh, the warp drive. Both of my guns are drawn. Um, um, is there such a thing as east and west in, in space? A space east Port and space and west. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's space east and space west. Uh, okay, go ahead and roll me awareness checks when you get in here. Ooh. I'm woefully unaware. All I can think about is how much I hate that tech priest. 75, so no. 57, so no. I, lo- I love how everywhere we go, we're just we're like just a like, bunch of dummies. Huh? <laughs> I was just thinking about something embarrassing that happened to me when I was a kid. Remember to be alert on for those Eldar. The who? <laughs> the who? <laughs> so as you guys are walking, you're like looking at the tech priest and hating um, uh, him for, for what he's doing. Um... The, uh, from behind you, you hear like a thin, um, or a, a very soft, like, f- sound, and, uh, from over your shoulder, mm-hmm. a, um, like, spinning meb of wesh, of mesh shoots a over your meb of wesh? A meb of wesh. <laughs> a web of, like, a cloudy mesh, like, whips over your sol- shoulder. You duck down right as it tenses up and starts, like, writhing around, and uh-huh. then, uh, turn around to see an Eldar warp spider, who then blinks out of existence. The tech priest, an Eldar warp spider, warps right in front of him, um, moves his, uh, uh, Death spinner or death spinner? Death right? spinner. Yeah. Moves his death spinner to um, the tech priest. Fires one shot inside of the tech priest and eviscerates him completely. He uh, um, melts into a pool of like blood and viscera. Okay, so one positive thing from the mission so far. Uh, <laughs> that Eldar um, warp spider, as soon as he fires that shot, then warps away. Everyone, roll initiative. Ooh. Is there uh, such thing we, as prepared actions in Road, tra- road Trader? What do you mean? Like, uh, in Dungeons and Dragons, you can have a held action to when a certain thing happens, do a certain thing. Yes. Like, when an Eldar appears, shoot it. Yes. Cool. Okay. We all and do And we that. just roll. So, yeah, your options here are rolling 1d10 and then adding your agility to it. And yeah. that is oh. your, yeah, just one of them. And that is your initiative. Or remember, you can spend a fate point to uh, automatically get a 10 on initiative. Oh, cool. I got a 9, and then we just add the circled number. Yes. You, so I got a 14. Okay, cool. And 8, where's the initiative? That's a 7. What, what is the Stately 7. It's the circle number on your agility score. So whatever you roll plus the circled number next to your agility. Oh. Don't uh, harm their cool guns. Three. So 11. You get an 11. 
Um, so we've got um, <laughs> it is um, biscuit and gravy's turn first. Beautiful. Um, so yeah, you um, know that that warp spider uh, has warped away from you. Here's another thing that you know that Captain VNS Schnitzel would have let you know from dealing from his knowledge of what these warp spiders can do. The teleportation packs that they have on them, they basically like allow them to like move and bend through the warp instantaneously, but they still have to come to rest outside of the warp. They don't stay in the warp. So they do are existing somewhere in this room. Yeah. Um, it's just when they move and attack that they'll be warping. Okay. Shoot for those packs, boys. Um, all right. So, so and then another interesting in, in Warhammer, you can call a shot at a negative twenty to affect a certain body part. Uh, if you look at like your character sheet, mm-hmm. um, which is the same for for these Eldar, you have a body shot, a left, a right arm, and a head slot, and a right, you know, but, left and right leg. But at this point, I don't even I, I don't even know where they are Correct. to aim or. Anything. You're correct. If you want to take a uh, free action to make an awareness check, you can do that. I would love to do that. Hang on, I've dropped all of my guy. And so then that'll be... Oh, that's a free action. It's free action. Okay, cool. So we're all, all right, doing great. that? I've failed it again. Uh, oh, It's on his turn. Okay. So yeah, you do not know where the Eldar uh, warp spiders are. Okay, then uh, can I take a defensive stance? Uh, absolutely. So that is a full round action. Mm-hmm. Um, well, so hold on. A defensive... Do you have melee weapons? Uh, I've got a chainsword. So yeah, if you want to take a defensive stance, that's going to be a melee thing, and um, opponents will suffer a negative twenty to making a melee attack on you. Okay. But these these guys, while they have power blades on their arms, look to be using their death spinners right now, which are ballistic weapons, um, oh, ranged weapons. Okay. So like dodge is a skill that you have, which is a reaction but, skill. Uh, yeah, but uh, like I don't even know. So I'm, I just dodge without... You would use that if they hit you. Um, you can use one reaction per uh, round to try to dodge the hit that they score upon you. Okay. Yeah, then then let me let me dodge. Well, no, dodge or... is a reaction, so you don't have to worry about that now. You can take a full or a half or a ha- two half actions. So delay, and it's before your next turn, take any half action to be able to, like, shoot them when they pop out to shoot you type of thing. Oh, okay. You could also... I'm trying to think of what else that you could do. Yeah, if I, I mean, I don't really have an enemy to attack or, or defend against right now. Um, yeah, you could yeah, try to defensive stance seems like a good call, I guess. But if they're, but but what was it? Because they're using ballistic weapons. They're just using their weapon skill. There's two different attacks. There's ballistic skill and weapon skill. They'd be using ballistic skill. So yeah, so I, let me take a defensive stance. So I've had my sword out since we left the transport. Sure. Uh-huh. And uh, so I take a defensive stance, and I and I and I'm just swiveling my head all around, looking for them, uh, as I've as I'm crouched at the ready. Okay, meatball. All right. So um, I'll also let you make an awareness as a free oh, action. Yeah. Okay. Eighty. Oh. Eighty-seven. Oh. Uh, nope. Almost exactly what I got. Also. All right. This is going great. Like you do not pattern. see the warp spider. See anything? We just have like horse blinders on. I hope. <laughs> I hope that we die here. <laughs> Very possible. I feel like it was like we got drunk and then we. Yeah. All this started. We're all just a we, little, ooh, still a little. There was a four-hour yeah. walk to that bridge. <laughs> All right, well, I'm going to... Can I just start shooting around? Just shooting... That's cover covering or, fire. You can go on Overwatch, which is... Um, 
you can set a kill zone and shoot every target that's going into that kill zone. Oh, yeah. Let me set a kill zone. But if you do that, their chances are they won't be jumping into that kill zone. Like, Which will lower uh, the areas where they can jump into, True, right? but you are in a big hangar bay. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, boy. They could really jump pretty much anywhere. Uh, you may want to just delay to take an action before your next turn. I guess I'll d- delay. Delay for when they show up. Yeah, I guess delay. And... Uh, Vina? I'm going to make an awareness check. Perfect. Awareness is 40. I rolled a 40. <laughs> Boom! So you have one degree of success? Yes. Okay, you don't know where they were. <laughs> okay. Jesus, we're all just like staring at the grounds. Like, <laughs> where are they? Well, they're also very good at hiding. So even if you even if you found them, you'd have to like you'd have to succeed with a lot of success, or else it's an opposed check, basically. Gotcha. So it's not just you checking to see if you succeed; it's them not succeeding as this, well. It's going to be exhausting. Yeah, so I'm going to delay. Great. You hear kind of like the little thunk, thunk, thunk sounds as you can hear that you definitely know that these warp spiders are moving around a lot to throw you off of where they're settling. Again, uh, another one appears behind you. Uh, uh, biscuits. Biscuits. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's not going to be good for you. <laughs> But my defensive stance. Can we trade? Your defensive stance is going to work, like I said, against um, melee weapons, but not ranged weapons. Um, Go ahead and roll me a dodge. Okay. Uh, I got a six. Okay, cool. That's good Um, dodge. Then Death Spinner spoils up. Uh, It shoots its like you know death cloud at you, and again you uh, like roll away to the side as the cloud like smashes into some crates behind you and rips through um, like the like wooden metal of the crates. Um, and then the Eldar Death Spinner, who's you're looking right at it, shows no signs of any um, discernible emotion as it teleports away. So oh, with, with our delays, we can't attack it when it shows up. If it was hitting your line of sight, um, but it was. Basically, in 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 40k, you have to like you're directionally faced. You're not facing all directions. Okay. Um. So the warp spider, if it was attacking you, you would be able to hit it. But since it chose to attack James, it, you had, didn't have sight on it. All right, boys. Triangle formation. Each one of us watches the other's back. Um. Another warp spider. Ducks, ducks. <laughs> another warp spider comes out in front of you. Um. Spoils up its gun, and you can take a shot at it. Cool. Oh, thank goodness. Um. So now, when I take a shot at it, am I using a half attack or? It is a half attack. It is one shot. Yeah. Okay. One shot. Well, I think we know what's going to happen here. That is an eighty-one out of sixty-five. So it appears in front of you. You panic, and what weapon are you using? I'm using the bolt pistol. Great. Uh, make sure to track your uh, um. Uh, ammo with that mm-hmm. gun. Um, it shoots at you. You shoot at it. You both kind of shoot wild, and the um, the shots go go wild. I mean, they they yeah. kind of go to the side. Was that and one, one shot from me? One bullet, yeah. Because you only uh, you, yes. Okay, so down to seven. Um. Then that warp spider. Oh, actually, you know what? Uh, we'll give you. Um. What do you, what kind of weapon you're using right now? Meatball? Storm Bolter. Nice. You have your Storm storm Bolter out, so since you have a ranged weapon, you can take a shot at that spider before it leaves as well. Okay. Um, so I have 1d10 plus 5 for that. Mm-hmm. 
So nine. You rolled roll. a nine. Wait. So you got to uh, roll both. Four? You have to roll both oh. for a weapons attack. Oh. Or both both of these. Yeah. Roll like a, dice. A, a, a first, <laughs> yes. You roll both dice because it's a weapons attack, um, which is okay. Uh, that's a sixteen. It looks like or a nineteen. Nineteen. Either way. So what's yeah. your weapon skill? Um. 65. And I believe you add plus 10 to that for your weapons training and plus 10 for them being Eldar. So mm-hmm. you were trying to beat an 85. Oh, Jesus. Wow. And you rolled a 19. Yeah. So that's one success plus six degrees, plus six degrees of success. Okay. Uh, what's the full auto on your weapon? Oh. Um, it should say... 524. 524. Actually, hold on. Fire. I think that you can only... Fi- 524? Yeah. Okay, so you should be able to fire four bullets. Sure. So, um, what kind of weapon damage does the, your gun do? Uh, 1d10 plus 5. And it is a... Does it say that it's shredding as well? Or tearing? Uh, tearing. Alright, so what tearing means is that each bullet, um, you roll two dice and you take the highest number. Okay. So you are hitting him with four bullets. Um, so go ahead and roll those two dice four times. <coughs> so eight. First one's an eight. Oh, eight. Because it's two and keep the higher one, right? Yeah, okay. two and keep the higher. Okay. So, so eight. So and keep rolling. Zero. Uh, well, that's a ten. That's a ten. Yeah, oh, ten. eight and ten. So eighteen so far. It's, it's not really eighteen so far. Two. A five, so five and a two. two. So that would be ten, and then one more. So yeah, just a two. Two. So yeah. seven. Okay, cool. So you're gonna hit him with four different bullets. Um, now I guess we gotta take in those rolls. And <clears> each <throat> one is plus five, right? Yes, so there's each one is base plus. of twenty plus what he rolled. No, so it's it's <laughs> that's uh. You also now have to roll four more times of those percentage dice. I guess we could just could have taken those percentages, but uh, to see which parts of his body it hits, mm. which can be important for crippling him in different ways. So roll your percentage dice. You're again. gonna want to cripple. Yeah, <laughs> percentage die. That's a percentage die. It's so yeah. Roll that die and then tell me what the per, what the two numbers add up to. Thirty nine. So the first hit uh, hits him square in the body. Nice. Nice. That's that's where his jump pack is. <laughs> uh, next Sun's one's back. Right? Just yeah, yeah. We, we need four of these rolls. Eighty-seven. Uh, Eighty-seven hits him in the nice. left leg. Okay. Ninety. Uh, Ninety again leg. hits him in the left leg. Ninety-eight. Yes. Again in the left leg. Nice. That's a lot of damage to his left leg. Someone's not walking home to his family. <laughs> no. Oh, he has a family? <laughs> yeah, of course he does. <laughs> oh, no. But it's not his birthday. <laughs> I don't respect families. I respect birthdays. So, um, let's see. He's got that and three. So, his armor, he will take... Hmm, that may be... Okay, it's not enough to to totally destroy him. Um you uh, basically turn and spin when you see that warp spider uh, come out, and you unload like an automatic strain of all of your bullets. He warps away a second later, but right before you uh, see that he warps away, it looks like he took the brunt of um, that damage to his chest and to uh, the leg that was facing you, and you think that you hit him quite a few times, uh, good good hits in that leg. Oh, good. Good. Now, so with my dual wielding, I still only get one attack, right? 
It depends on how many um, uh, degrees of success you hit. Oh, okay. That yeah. makes sense. Got so it. So if I, I fired off all of my bullets, that means um, I have to reload? Uh, so your weapon, you fired off four bullets. Oh, uh, you said I let out a stream. I mean four. Stream it's, of four. Oh, just it's, four. Yeah, it's okay. a, you, you laid down some automatic fire, which is four bullets coming okay. out. Okay. Um, and no, you don't have to reload yet. Thrilling, cool. fast-paced system. <laughs> Perfect. Um that was uh, your delay action, and now we bring us back to the top of the initiative order um, with biscuits. Cool. Uh, so I had, I think that actually when we were on the bridge, I took out my heavy flamer. I'm gonna, I'm gonna delay. Well, so so right now, again, like as as uh, uh, your captain mentioned with battle tactics, you are mm-hmm. pretty much just out in the open right now. Yeah. Um. One thing that you can do is you can try to move into cover while you can't really know where they're coming you can kind of eliminate places that like, they can get come back to the wall or something precisely okay uh so can i do that with run uh you can just move it's a moving will be a half action for you mm-hmm. and it, i will say that it'll take a, a half action if you want to move into cover okay cool then i would like to move uh I, i'd like to move to the wall so that no one can, can get behind get you behind me perfect yeah. yeah you move to the wall of the uh, of the hangar bay um, I'm assuming you're taking out your heavy flamer as well? Yeah. Cool. And you throw out your heavy flamer in front of you. Okay. Um, okay, yeah. Uh, do you want to roll a, um, uh, awareness check while you're doing that as well to I see if there's any word that you to. can... Yes, I would yeah. love to get some awareness in here. But don't worry, don't worry it won't don't. be on this roll. <laughs> uh, okay, which brings us, uh, right back to, uh, Meatball. All right. Um... So he's up against the wall. Where where is uh, still out in the middle? Maybe. Still out in the middle. In the You're open. still out in the middle. Yeah. Looking yeah, majestic. I, I, I get my back to his back. That way, perfect. We're we're both getting a kind of yeah, and I feel left out. Yeah, absolutely. You have a heavy blast. You have a heavy <laughs> right. flamer. And uh, do you want to roll me an awareness check to see if yeah. you can check, test to see where that Zeno went? Okay. Ninety-three. Wow. Okay, you have you have no idea where you went. Um, all right. Open your eyes. Uh, you can you can delay <laughs> Me, again. Paul, open your eyes. I'm just going to delay again. All right, Tom, delay over here. Uh, it's your turn now. I'm Indiana. rolling awareness. Well, don't worry. don't worry. <laughs> this is great because other things are happening that you guys just do not see. I am moving into cover. I'm gonna spend it to, to move. He just moved to his back to you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's a pawn <laughs> that I can sacrifice at any time. I am a captain. You're you're speaking aloud right now. <laughs> uh, I can hear you. I'm sorry. Am I? Yes. I meant to say that you're a pawn that I can sacrifice at <laughs> any time. Where do you want to move into cover? I so he's in the corner. I want to take the other arc of the corner. So we're you know he's not in a corner. He's just got his I back just, to yeah, a wall. I just hit a wall. All right, maneuver to the corner. <laughs> so you want to head to a corner. Yeah. Um, I'm so glad the captain's staying behind me. That way I can know that nothing can sneak up on me. You from head behind. to the corner of the room. Uh, uh, it's going to take you a full round action to get over to oh, the full, corner. Oh, well, never mind. I'm going to stay back to back if it's going to take full round action. Well, if you, if you run. Oh, I guess that, that's, that's still a full, full round action. Oh, okay. That we, doesn't count as your movement if you run. You can have two actions. You can have two half actions or a full round action in each uh-huh. one. Um, you took a half move. Yeah. Um, he's, he's, would be a full move to get to where he needs and to go. Delay is always a full round action? Um, I believe so, right? No, delay's a, delay's a half. Okay. Okay, so then. You just take a half action before you Can I turn, take two delays? Way. No. You can never take the same action twice. Oh, okay. Alright, so if you're delaying, how about we both take a half move? 
and then delay our attacks. He already moved to you. Okay, that was his... Fuck, sorry, I'm stuck here. All right, so I... And there's no point you in can just move to aiming, cover. right? You have to have something to aim at if you're going to Yeah. Because a move to cover was a half, I, right? I, 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 yeah, but then he's leaving him out there. Oh, I see. Yeah, then I'm I'm just going to... Can I ask, are we in communication with the, the ship at all? Do we have any line of communication with no, the ship? No, we don't no, have no. a psychic. I guess I just delay an attack, and... So it doesn't appear that there's anything else I can do. Um, yeah, I mean, you can, can aim, I use, but you really Can I spend aim. a half action on a second awareness check? Just I'm really looking. <laughs> no, because you can, you can never do the same... Uh, action uh, twice. Action twice. Can I turn. search... There are so many things in this that are synonyms for... I think it's for... a full action to do a search. Mm. I have quick reload, right? Yes. Um, which makes it a half action. Yes. Uh, so I'm going to reload and delay action to attack. Gotcha. Cool. So I'm back up to full. And did you have an action to, to delay? You did not take one, right? You just took your uh, move? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And and then. Oh no, because I have quick draw, so that didn't cost anything. So you to are draw my weapon. Yeah. Cool. Can you roll me a dodge? Mm, not great. Not great as in no. Uh, as in I did roll and I did not dodge. <laughs> um. Perfect. Okay. So get, <laughs> now I need you to roll me. Let's see. He actually will get a dodge as well. Uh, roll me an attack. All right. So that's just a uh, weapon skill? Mm-hmm. Or is uh, the heavy flamer, is that ballistic? It is a ballistic. Yeah, it's not okay. weapons. It's right. ballistic. Cool. Ooh, fuck. Uh, I got a 22 on a 60. Ooh, hey. On your attack? Yeah. Um, that's good. 60. That's how many degrees of success? That's three degrees. Perfect. Well, then you will actually hit him back. Um... Go ahead and roll me damage on your uh, flamer. Okay, which is a 2d10 plus 4. Uh, so that's a 6. How many am I rolling? For your flamer? 2d10 plus 4, right? Yeah. yeah. So that's, 2d10. So that's, okay, so I got a 6 plus 4, 10. You rolled 2d10, you got 6. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then plus 4? Yes. 10. Yes. Okay. Um, and then you need to roll me a percentage die to see where you hit him. Okay. I'm sorry. Uh, he's... It's... Uh, burst weapon, so it's flame, so he takes damage from everywhere. Everywhere, right. Um So, yeah, so this one... Okay, now this is a part that won't be super fun for you. <laughs> but still gonna be pretty fun, right? But fun for the listeners. Yeah. Um, Not super fun for you, but, but fun! <laughs> but still a little <laughs> fun, yeah. But I'm still having fun with my best friends. Okay, so you are taking 19 damage to your left leg. Uh, I believe that's left leg. Woof. 19, and that's minus the armor, right? Minus your armor, armor minus your toughness. Seven. So your tough, your armor is seven, and your toughness is four? Yeah. So you're taking eight damage to your left leg. Okay. What are your total wounds? 17. Okay, cool. So you're you're still in okay position. Okay. Uh, you've got eight damage done. So I've done. taken eight, so I'm down to, I'm down to nine? Yes. Okay. Jesus. Um, well, one more of those, boys. The and, web, uh, uh, the he 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 spins out of existence above you. Actually, you jerk up and fire off a blast. He tries to dodge it, um, but your uh, like cone of flame uh, envelops him. 
through that cone of flame, a bolt of this like misty cloud hits the side of your armor and begins to wrap around your armor looking for entrance points which it finds and you can feel it tearing into your leg you jerk your leg out of the cloud and leave behind like a puff of like misty blood from pieces with pieces of your leg inside of it walk it off soldier um that's great advice (laughs) that's great advice um the, his attack, uh, uh, another one uh, pops up in front of you. Um, his attack misses you, but go ahead and roll an attack on him. Excellent. Ah. Okay, so he's got weapon training. Do I not have weapon training? No, you uh, okay. You don't have the same. Uh, have you have like training. basic weapon training, so you don't take any negatives. Then I fail. You also have you also have um, ambidexterity and two weapon fighting, which means that you take zero negatives for fighting with two weapons. Great. Uh, I still fail. Perfect. Um, <laughs> we're just a missing brigade over here. Roll me a dodge. But I thought he missed. He did. Oh, brother. Uh, I think that dodge works. Dodge at 50%. What? Yes. Yes. Uh, so I rolled a 48. My dodge is 50. So that is. So it's one degree. One degree. Of, it's one, no, it's just a success. Okay. Unbeknownst to you, um, are you making a announcement right now? <laughs> this there, there is about to be a announcement uh, to be TBB TBB to your horror <laughs> <laughs> to your horror um, thirty eight. That's your chest uh, six damage penetration six. So it penetrates through six of your armor. Um, that's deep penetration. Yeah, dude. It doesn't affect me at all. Uh, but the six, <laughs> six damage doesn't affect you? Six damage shouldn't affect me. Even penetrating my armor, I have uh, a total uh, toughness plus armor of 12. Oh, you're right then, yeah. Um, if you've, yeah, because you've got five toughness. Mm-hmm. Um, so from the other end um, of the uh, uh, bay, you see a... Um, Another one of these, uh, I'm sorry, two other of these Xenos. Um, these are not uh, the warp spiders. They look like regular Eldar Corsair warriors. Um, one of them has a shuriken catapult in his hand, and he has uh, fired a round um, into your chest, um, but your armor absorbs the shuriken catapult. You're going to need to do better than that, you pony-eared Nance. He grits his teeth, and he is very angry. Uh, his partner misses with his shot. Um, it is now top of the order. Okay. Uh, so there are other Eldars. So that we, we had learned. no idea about. You all missed them. They've been walking towards you for a while. <laughs> if you, just with your basic awareness, you would have been able to detect them. <laughs> it's way harder to detect these warp spiders. Uh, uh, but you've been doing a pretty good job I killing them. Should even bother with an awareness check? You, you absolutely should. It is a free action, so please bother. I haven't mentioned it, but I have my bangs over my eyes. <laughs> Yeah, I'm growing them out. Uh, all right, so 33. So I finally have won. Uh, so it's finally a success. On- Not only do you succeed, but um, the warp spider who is trying to hide from you totally fails. This is the one that you've already burnt. Yeah. Where you are is you have your back to the wall. He is on top of a ship about 20 meters ahead of you. Okay. Like kind of crouched down waiting to spring out again. But you catch a glint of his armor off the top of his helmet, and you can see him on top of that ship. Okay, now, how does how does called shot work? Called I would shot, have to, you would take oh. a negative 20 to hit a certain part of his body. Oh, okay. 
which he is oh no and i hit him with uh with flame so it was all over his yeah. body that so, if okay. you're if you're hitting him with flames then that's exactly where you're hitting him yeah okay uh cool then and he is within range of me yeah yes and i'm gonna check one rule thing real quick okay so can i aim and attack in the same yes okay um or you can do a full attack if yeah, no, th- this weapon only fires once, so yes, you can just aim and attack. Okay, cool. Then I'm going to aim, uh, I-, I see him up there on that ship, and I don't like it. Um, so, let- Hold on for one second, let me just make sure I'm doing... Alright, so I'm just going to go ahead and roll before you have a chance. <laughs> Be quick to the draw! <laughs> <laughs> These damn leaf biters are all over the place. Leaf biters? <laughs> They're elves. That's what I. That's what I call people who live on the planets. <laughs> Those planet bitches. Trash keeblers all over the place. <laughs> Did you just look up elf synonyms? <laughs> I'm looking for racial slurs for elves. I, wanna... I was thinking, yeah, pointy-eared Nance. I was like, yeah. Ah, what else can you say about elves? Yeah. Oh, the, the pointy ladies. ears. Yeah, they have very feminine faces. What were they? Remember in. Did anybody watch uh, Star Trek Enterprise? Yeah, uh, yeah, Where a little bit. They had like derogatory terms for the Vulcans. What were the? I forget what they were, but I, I know in one of the new movies that uh, right. Bones calls him a hobgoblin. Yeah, I'm ready whenever you are. Okay, cool. So, uh, so I aim and then I fire. Uh, so I get plus ten, plus ten bonus to hit. So does that? So my ballistic goes up to seventy. Seventy. All right, great. Yep. Uh, and that is a ninety-four. Sure. You uh, fire again. He sees the, that you have seen him, and um, he kind of ducks uh, behind the ship. So the ship takes the brunt of the fire blast okay. when you when you fire it at him. Um, let's see. I can't believe I failed that. Yeah, I, I can't <laughs> believe either. Um, you could have taken an action to aim. I did. Oh boy, failed a ninety-four. Well, heroes, that's it for One Shot this week, but we'll be back with the blood-spattered conclusion to Rogue Trader next week. Be sure to check out our upcoming live events, including Night of 10,000 Nights, October 31st at the Bug House Theater in Chicago, our appearance at Metatopia, November 5th through 8th in Morristown, New Jersey, and our appearance at Acaticon, November 13th through 15th in Oxford, Ohio. Again, a huge thanks to all of our Patreon backers. If you backed at the $15 plus level and you're still waiting on your dice or you received a destroyed envelope in the mail, don't worry. One shot is working on it. I ordered a bunch of new Tyvek envelopes, sure not to be destroyed by mail machines. So we'll get those dice back out to you soon. And everyone can look forward to our new $4,500 plus reward, custom campaign character cards for the Imperial Assault board game by Fantasy Flight Games. These homebrewed but smart-looking versions of the Minoc crew will be available for immediate download when we hit our $4,500 goal. You can check out a sample on our Patreon now. Any heroes who wanted to attend our events at ValorCon but weren't able to do it can look forward to video content around ValorCon coming out over the next few weeks. OneShot is a proud member of the Chicago Podcast Co-op. If you're an advertiser looking to reach an engaged Chicago audience, be sure to contact the co-op about advertising opportunities. If you're a listener looking for a new podcast, be sure to check out the Full Disclosure Podcast. 
Every episode of Full Disclosure features writer and comedian Eric Barry, recording intensely revealing interviews with adult performers, sexologists, comedians, and others in the entertainment industry. As always, a big thanks to our supporters on Patreon. If you want to help us in a non-monetary way, the best thing you can do is tell a friend about the show. You can also leave us a rating or review on iTunes. Every five-star review we get helps new people find the show. If you want to hear more from the show, be sure to follow us on Twitter at OneShotRPG. Look us up on Facebook at Facebook.com slash OneShotPod. Check out our Tumblr at OneShotPodcast.tumblr.com. Check out our Google Plus community. Or look for news on the site at OneShotPodcast.com. If you're looking to inquire about advertising rates, live appearances, and commissioning episodes, or you have a question or comment about something you heard on the show, contact us at GameMaster at OneShotPodcast.com. OneShot is a joint production between Peaches and Hot Sauce and Paracosm Press. Peaches and Hot Sauce is a Chicago-based comedy network with tons of great podcasts, videos, and live shows for you to check out at PeachesAndHotSauce.com. Finally, that music, which is right now swelling up over my voice, is Be Your Own Pet with Adventure, courtesy of Infinity Cat Records. See you next time, heroes. I can't do-